Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 104 for the third of Adar Base in Alipir. And today we are going to be concluding chapter 34, and we're going to be talking about a woman named Brene Brown. Many of you probably heard of this woman. She is has become somewhat of a self-help kind of guru. She became famous be, due to a TED Talk that she gave on the topic of shame and vulnerability and things like that. And she's written books. I, I actually, I, I'm not a huge <laughs> follower of hers, but I kind of know about her a little bit from the periphery. And from what I understand, again, I'm not a Brene Brown expert. Her basic message is that being vulnerable is something really good and that we should all not be scared of being vulnerable and that people will actually like us more, the more authentic and real that we are. And her other message is that shame is not something good and we should we should try to avoid feeling shame. She actually has an article that I read in preparation for this podcast that talks about the difference between shame and guilt and how there is a place for guilt but there's not a place for shame and the way that she defines the difference between these two things is that guilt is a very normal feeling of regret of when it's kind of like a signal that your brain and your body feels when you do something that you probably shouldn't have done that was destructive either to you or to other people or something like that however Shame, on the other hand, is where it becomes something much more existential, where it's not so much about the particular action that you did and what it is that you did, but rather it is like something more essential about you, that you are essentially flawed, that you are essentially unlovable or something like that. So the way that this all relates to today's Tanya, and I think in studying today's Tanya, it can give us a deeper appreciation of maybe what it is, the message that Brene Brown is trying to kind of give across and what this all means is the idea that while on the one hand, we've been learning in the last few episodes about this idea of being happy and joyous in experiencing our godly nature and in feeling grateful for the fact that we have been given this mission to redeem our godly soul from exile and all of those kind of things. On the other hand, there's like this other thing in the background that we've talked about before about despising our body, feeling a sense of disgust at our animal soul and all of these things. So how do we reconcile these two opposing feelings? If you look at the progression of how we started learning about all this, we kind of started with the disgust and we started with this idea of not thinking too highly of ourselves and breaking ourselves down almost to the point of what Brene Brown might call shame truthfully. And then we built ourselves back up and we said, but don't feel so bad because obviously, because not only do you have an animal soul, but you actually have a godly soul as well. And the godly soul is there 
to give us a mission and now we have a mission and now we can rejoice in the fact that we have this godly soul so is this supposed to be that then this joy that we experience is it supposed to just totally override the sense of guilt or shame or bad feelings towards our body entirely so that we're just like totally walking around in this like blissed out happy state or not and so the answer that we're going to learn about today is that it should not and that as paradoxical and kind of like difficult to understand as it might be, we're actually supposed to hold both of these emotions within our hearts at the same time. So on the one hand, yes, we were supposed to feel a sense of joy and happiness and rejoicing in our godly soul and in the in the mission the godly mission that we've been given on this earth, but on the other hand, we are still supposed to constantly have a sense of disgust really it's, it sounds harsh but it's like really a sense of despise towards our animal nature and to constantly have this like lowly or more humble spirit at the same time and so let's get straight into the text and the ultra will explain to us how it is possible that we can have these two contrasting emotions at the same time and what this is supposed to look like so the ultra says that with all of these different types of joy of the soul that we described. So we've gone through a bunch of different aspects. If you want to go back to previous episodes to, to review that, you know, joy in loving your fellow Jew, joy in rescuing the godly soul out of exile in your body, joy in having a godly soul within you, all of these kind of things. So the ultra rabbi says that this does not take away from the fact that you should still see your, be lowly in your own eyes, in your own eyes. And to have a lowly and to really feel a sense of of despise or maybe even shame and have a broken heart and a humble spirit while at the same time you're also feeling a sense of true joy so how's this possible so the altar explains that this is because the shame that a person feels and being lowly in your own eyes, this comes from the body and from the animal soul. And the joy, on the other hand, comes from the godly soul and from the godly spark that is vested within it in order to vivify it, as we explained above in chapter 31, if you want to go back and listen to the episode where we discussed that. And and then the Altarabba concludes here, and he brings a citation from the Zohar, where he says that this teaches us a similar kind of thing, where it says, weeping is lodged in one side of my heart while joy is lodged in the other side of my heart uh, so this is basically so this is the conclusion of the chapter and so just to recap basically what the ultra is saying is that while it might seem like a contradiction to feel both joyous and shameful at the same time like feeling so low about yourself but yet so good about yourself at the same time this is not really a contradiction because these two emotions are actually stemming from two different places and are rooted within two pl different places so we feel joy from our godly soul and through our godly soul and then we feel shame and lowliness and humility on account of our animal soul so this is how we're able to balance both of these two things and so in terms of bringing it back to Brene Brown I think the way that I can understand this is I think that again maybe these words shame guilt it's some of it's just like kind of like semantics perhaps but I think what what we can maybe take from it is that 
Brene Brown is trying to teach people, maybe she's not bringing in this idea of the godly soul. She's you know most likely not aware of all of that. But I think she might be tapping into somewhat of like a taste of this idea in the sense of she's telling people that it's okay to feel guilt and it's actually a very healthy thing to feel guilt. So we should, when we do something bad and we all are imperfect people, so we're, we're never really going to be in this state of like total perfection. It's normal and actually healthy and actually a positive thing to not feel good about those things that we do and those parts of ourselves that are truly negative and destructive and we all have those things on the other hand this shouldn't squash us down to the point of totally self-loathing and inability to operate and and this is maybe what Brene Brown would call shame. Like we shouldn't feel this sense of like being embarrassed about who we are because that's maybe something that we can see in the Tanya. At no point does the altar but say that we should feel a sense of like trying to hide ourselves from other people and pretend to be something we're not. If, in fact, if anything, it does line up very much with Brene Brown's message about being vulnerable that I think it's really about really being authentic and true and real about who we are and the fact that we're not perfect people and that's sort of once again the message that the tanya gives us from day one is you are not a tzaddik you most probably are a russia and the best you can do is try to work against being a russia so it's not about feeling so bad about yourself to the point where there's just nothing about you that's good and you become immobile but in fact you should Acknowledge your weaknesses and yes, feel guilty if you do something wrong and not feel great about the negative aspects of you, but at the same time and simultaneously feel this intense joy over the fact of your godly soul. And this is the part where Brene Brown doesn't doesn't really talk about this because she's not talking about Tanya and God and things like that. But the ultra but does bring that in that in addition to this animal soul, in addition to this lowly part of ourself that's that messes up and, and has negative impulses and things like that and does all kinds of things that we might think of as shameful or disgusting and things like that, we also have a godly soul. And because of that godly soul that we have within us, we are not only entitled to feel joy, but we're actually request, we're, it's actually demanded of us to feel joy. And it is possible to hold both of those things within our hearts at the same time. So that is the end of the chapter. And tomorrow we'll begin with chapter 35. I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.